All right, S. Dot, thank you very much, man. Ten minutes past the hour of 8 o'clock, and right now, please welcome to our show Kevin Lindsay, who is the Chief Executive Officer of the Minnesota Humanities Center. And uh, it's really exciting having you on. It seems like it's been a long time. Kevin, good morning. Good morning, buddy. It's always a pleasure to be with you on your show with Chantel. You've got competitive grants that are open right now for arts and cultural heritage legacy grants. Now, a lot of folks don't understand what that means, but this has a 14-year history. Can you tell us how we got to this point, and then we'll talk about the grants? Sure. What the Minnesota legislature was seeking to do was to provide an opportunity for folks to celebrate their various community traditions, uh, what they're about, tell their story, uh, amplify uh, the many wonderful uh, racial ethnic groups that exist within the state of Minnesota through mm-hmm. arts and cultural heritage. So we have funded films, we have funded storytelling exercises, we have funded dances, we have funded celebrations of historical events, uh, a wide variety of ways in which people can uplift their culture and share it with others in Minnesota. So when the legislature uh, entrusted uh, the Humanity Center with this uh, administering the funding, why and how was the Humanity Center selected? Well, we're not the only ones within the Cultural Heritage Grant. So there's the Minnesota State Arts Board mm-hmm. um, as well. And actually, the, the vast majority of cultural heritage or legacy funding comes through the State Arts Board. The Minnesota Humanity Center in the last four to five years has seen uh, growth and expansion of legacy grants. Um, when I started, there's two million um, total for the biennium. Now we're up to five million for the biennium, and we're hoping to grow that to the next biennium session. So when I say the biennium, in the last two years, um, we're hoping for the next year when the legislative session is back in session in January, that we'll make a, an additional quest to probably get to seven and a half or maybe more uh, for cultural heritage grants. With that background, Mm -hmm. the Minnesota Humanities Center was given $5 million to give to uh, Black, Indigenous, Latino, people of color organizations amplifying and supporting cultural heritage within those respective communities. We have already given out $2.38 million in the first round, and we're hoping to give the balance out here in the next 30 to 60 days. Uh, the application period closes on May 31st. So you have to act quickly in order to uh, get your name in for consideration. Yeah, if you have not already submitted, and I would say we do already have um, a lot of applications from the community, but we want to make sure that we leave no stone unturned and that as many applications that can be brought in are filed before May 31st. Now, that will be for, again, this cultural heritage grant uh, bucket that we have received from the Minnesota legislature. But I hope people also appreciate that sometimes things that don't get funded through the cultural heritage grants, that the Minnesota Humanities Center or the Arts Board might be able to find money at a federal level or through some of the foundations that they work with and then also fund some of those ideas. So if this, uh, two and a, well, almost, well, half of, uh, what is it? $2.5 million, how much can an organization like the XYZ organization, 5013C, or an individual apply for? So an individual or an organization can apply up to $75,000 for this round of funding. Wow. And uh, it does it 
do you give special consideration or is the process simpler if you have a lower amount that you're looking for, maybe $20,000? So on the back end, if it's less than $20,000, the amount of reporting at the end of your um, grant period is a lot less. And that's by state law. A lot of people don't know that. And one of the things that I've tried to do at the Minnesota Humanities Center is try to clarify some of the state regulations and bureaucracy. What I found when I worked with the Dayton administration is that oftentimes smaller organizations and individuals would sometimes get caught up in complexity. And that was just simply because the state, in many cases, just didn't explain what was required on the front end. So at the Minnesota Humanities Center, we try to be really clear that if you're asking and you are given less than $20,000, there's a more simplified process for what you have to report at the end of your grant. Now, I don't want to scare anyone off. If you ask for more than $20,000, I've also empowered my staff to work side by side with you to make sure that you don't get tripped up on any reporting obligations on the back end. That's a really good thing. And so what you're looking for are individuals or organizations that are amplifying the arts, the culture, and heritage of Minnesota, increasing the depth and the breadth of Minnesotans who come into contact with the arts and culture and heritage. So where do, where's the entry point? How do we start the process of applying, sir? Sure, you can contact Laura Benson at laura at mnhum.org. The phone number is 651-772-4244. Again, Laura Benson from our office can answer any of your questions, and that's laura at mnhum.org. That phone number is 651-772-4244. I mean, I've I've really been amazed at how many wonderful stories of our African-American history in Minnesota, Freddie, have been coming forward. Mm -hmm. This is really a great opportunity for folks to find uh, some money to do some additional research, and maybe that turns into a podcast, maybe that turns into a short film, maybe that uh, turns into a celebration within community. Uh, Many of the Juneteenth celebrations, for example, would be dollars that would be available to it could be supported through this fund interesting so eddie i hear you saying but not saying let me just amplify this so this money could even be for planning of an event even though that uh, it's not ready to go quite yet that's correct so the the funding application has to be in for the 31st but you have a whole year in which for the project to be completed all right Tell, uh, before we go, uh, I'm assuming, and, and as terrible as a journalist, uh, I'm assuming that people know what the Minnesota Humanities Center's uh, mission is. Can you amplify that for us? Sure. The Minnesota Humanities Center vision is a just society that's curious, connected, and compassionate. Curious that we come to conversations, open hearts, open minds. Connected, as Dr. King reminds us, we see ourselves intertwined in a garment of mutual destiny. And compassionate that we move beyond empathy toward action. So that could be uh, information that we provide within schools, such as Rose McGee does uh, through story circles. It could be conversations like we've had on how can we breathe. It could be conversations that we're seeking to having on criminal justice reform or on electoral health. So it's a wide variety of things, but it's the stories that we tell ourselves to make sense of ourselves as human beings, stories that make sense of our community, and stories that help us make sense of governments and systems that we operate in. I know the Humanity Center, and we want to thank you publicly for the work and the support that you gave not only uh, KMLJ, but the Ampers organization in putting forth uh, journalists of color in sharing news uh, directly impacting our communities. Thank you so much for that. 
Well, it's, it's a wonderful project, and we're open still to leverage that. We had some really good conversations, Freddie, that I, I want to share with you, too, at some point um, on what we could be doing to continue the conversation on truth and transformation within the media. Mm-hmm. And you've been a, a, staunch, a staunch supporter of that, and I really appreciate your efforts in that space. Well, thank you so much, Kevin. We're running out of time, and we could talk about this for quite a while, but do you have a final thought for our audience this morning who are interested in moving forward the arts and cultural heritage of our state? Well, I would I'd hope that they would reach out to us, even if they don't have the project they can fit within this, is that we're really seeking to use the humanities as an opportunity to bring humanity into our world. The events over the last 10 days have been just horrific. And Mm. if we've ever needed the time to understand each other, to love one another, it is now. And we're really seeking to double down on our efforts to bring and realize that interwovenness of connectedness that Dr. King spoke of. Well, that's Kevin Lindsay, everyone. He is the CEO, that means Chief Executive Officer of the Minnesota Humanities Center. We're talking about the arts and cultural heritage projects that you can apply for. That deadline is May 31st. Kevin Lindsay, thanks so much for being with us this morning. Thank you, sir. Really appreciate it, Chris. It's our pleasure.